There's a great and a bloody fight round this whole world tonight. In the battle, the bombs and shrapnel rain. Hitler told the world around he would tear our union down. But our union's gonna break them slavery chains. And our union's gonna break them slavery chains. I walked up Hello and welcome back to our podcast, but a fanfic of a fanfic that itself is a synthesis of father pop named a post-apocalyptic wasteland and my little pony popper show about pastel horses. Hi, I'm Fi. I'm joined once again with my co-host Weird. Say hello, Weird. <coughs> Attack the gods and topple their thrones. Uh, <laughs> titles are for uh, uh, weaklings and uh, posers. Oh, man, Fi, I'm in a I'm in a super good mood this week. Surely. Surely I can I can handle uh, whatever whatever Somber's got for us. Surely nothing uh, could go wrong. Um, uh, how, I, how, I am completely arm like I I am I am above such such trivial things. Uh, uh, last week, oh man, <laughs> my my mood immediately dropped as I had to access the 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 fucking recycling bin. We flew to the moon. I, we flew to the moon. We got a bunch of uh, 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 visions of uh, meanwhile back at the farm. Uh, 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 battles, battles on uh, the the the, the uh, terra firma, in which uh, Horace Bronson uh, died heroically for some um, reason, dissonantly uh, chanting, "We reap from the weak. Keep being evil, kids." Uh, Hail anti-life! Hail Hydra! As, he as, says as he, he exploded. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Um, yep. un- uncomfortable events with the, the, the cast of the rocket um, that I am not going to repeat. Uh, and then we, we finally land on the moon and um, Somber's version of Rampage behaves like the Rampage in our hearts. <laughs> And she shows up. <laughs> She's like, "Hi, Howdy, friends! Time to die." Uh, yeah, we're we're moving real fast into this one. Um, oh boy, this chapter is going to be an incoherent mess of stew. <clears throat> so, uh, chapter seventy-three, apogee. Uh, we're finally on the moon, yo! This was, this was my uh, subtitle for this one. Hooray! We're at the fireworks factory. <laughs> finally. <laughs> um. So yeah, they're basically like in a weird like space bubble kind of like a dome like it, it it's it, it it's like the the entirety of like the everything on the moon is basically in these big like air dump like bubbles um that are all like made of glass or whatever so boy uh my note here is just they fight rampage for a long time uh because like this kind of rears its ugly head uh as it often does where like this story has a lot of fighting in it but the fighting is like very textbook in a lot of ways and this one is no different. This one is like pretty boring uh, in terms of fights, which sucks because I mean it's rampage. This should be like it's, it's you. It's an it's an immortal uh, gymnast with Wolverine healing factor. Yes, and they made that boring. Uh, but the thing I will say about it is that it's something I wanted to jump into right away to talk about this because the, the way this leads into um, is I wanted to talk about a weird theme that I noticed in this in this like that I don't think is intended, but still really comes to mind, is before they go to fight Rampage, Rampage is like, I don't care, I I'm, I want to die, and you're not going to kill me, you're not going to grant me that sweet death, so I'm against you, and Blackjack's like, 
I figured out what your real name is. I know who you really are. Your name's Peppermint. And you, your memories got taken away at some point about being Peppermint. And that's why you don't remember who you are. And Rampage gets like mad about this. And BJ keeps egging her on, which leads into the, the fighting happens. But the thing that like I really wanted to just jump into right away about the story is like the setup and like failure to pay off of like names are like a weirdly significant thing in this story. But they don't like it doesn't amount to anything like the main character's real name is Gofish, which I'm like and, and because of the way the story is, it kind of has this weird like nominative determinism to it. The nominative determinism just being that uh, of philosophy that believes that like names determine like what a person will become later in life. And like, I don't personally believe in that because I think it's a ridiculous thing to believe in. But in this story, it's it's somewhat interesting to think about how like there is a theme of like characters having fake names that imply one thing about them, and then have real names that are like theoretically supposed to imply their greater depth and meaning. So like in the case of like in the case of it, like there there's you know people the the people I can think of on my head that like change their names through the course of the story is Blackjack, Glory, uh, Deus, Rampage, and. I don't know, Gosh, Rainbow Dash, uh, Light Hooves, heck, I'm, I'm probably forgetting a couple, Cognitum to some degree. It's a pretty long list. <laughs> it is a pretty long list of people who, like, have a name that doesn't mean the name that they, like, and, and specifically, like, their hidden name could it be interpreted to imply a different, like, a different element of their character. Like, in the case of, like, like, this really hit me as, like, one of those weird fever dreams that I, like, woke up with a start this morning. Where like Blackjack is not Blackjack's real name is Go Fish, and I tr- I was trying I was like free associating like what why it would be Go Fish of all things, and it's like okay like the author didn't think about this very hard. I'm thinking about this really hard, and like Go Fish is a simpler game. It's a more childish game. It's 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 a far more easy to comprehend game, which like that really just requires like interacting between a pair of people as opposed to Blackjack, which is a lot more about like numbers and calculation and uh, betting correctly to be able to win at the maximum amount of times and like you could almost read that as an interpretation of the story that blackjack is a character who is expected to beat the odds but her actual personality is that of someone who you know cuts the gordian knot like a person who solves things through simple application of very very simple mindsets like she always breaks things and that solves the problem she always applies very very simple things that is a ridiculous thing to say like i I don't i don't think that's an intended theme at all but it's still something that really really (laughs) sticks to me similarly like 21 is a character who is you know doesn't have a name and he's comfortable with having a number and i was like thinking a lot about that like why does he have a number as a name like it's it's partly because of the the pair theming of blackjack and 21 obviously like they were always like kind of meant for each other not necessarily in a romantic sense but maybe like a platonic destiny kind of way him not having a name like he chooses like he specifically chooses to forego that name and i think that's a really interesting thing to consider is the idea that like he's more comfortable with having this number now yeah, well, that's it's. His, and I think that it's interesting it's, is like a thematic purpose of like, like it's it's it is it like is a the cold, story always sets it up uh, as if he's not system that has has stripped him of of all personal identity, and his his position in the story right now, like that metaphor is like sure, sure, sure. But my like, my point because is because he's like you know, falling, like he's 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 he seems to have willfully like given up on freedom. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's sure, like back in his. 
programming. Yeah, is... but I'm not I'm not thinking about it in terms of like that. I'm thinking just in terms of this like naming theme, like like and how how it applies to twenty one. It it implies like a sense of a character who's like trying to own like in their own personal rebellion the idea that like their past doesn't define them by like owning the fact that they're they were used as a number and a and and a slave and they refuse to like abandon that and you could and, and if this was done by a better writer it could also lean into the idea that he's like carrying the like memory of all of the people that died for the sake of stable and nine's uh, stasis and preservation kind of with that name. Uh, especially all the people that died in medical that that like were essentially his brothers um, and his lovers specifically, uh, but you know the story never goes into that. But it, it doesn't matter. Like I'm not talking about what the story t- contextually talks about. I'm just talking yeah. about something that I'm specifically gleaning from the story, which I think is this like theme of like names having importance and specifically like why that is and like why a, a bunch of characters shows go forego their real names. Like Glory did it for like a lot of very utilitarian reason. Um, Doofed made it to for it to make him seem tougher and more more imposing as a raider. Uh, Light Hooves abandoned his original name because he was like assuming his identity as a per- like as a like tool of the state and not a person with like a sense of identity. Like he was actively yeah. like again, if this um, was a better story, he would be an interesting mirror to specifically twenty one. Also, the same story but with a more self aware writer. Um, I'm currently uh, thrown and horrified. Uh, by the um, implicit revelation that, like, like the, the the everything you said um, fits within the 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 workings of the story as it stands, uh, because like twenty one blackjack, blackjack is the like assumed persona of um, his rapist and the person whom he is like who has revived his like slave behavior around like who 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 he is treating as an owner and so can't find it in him to give up his slave name which directly attaches him uh uh to the hip like it it it, mm-hmm. it, is, it is a brand directly associated with with being owned by this specific person sure uh, um, as as a sex slave but but to and, sort of i guess to so like like the um, the, the, the 21 blackjack, like, con- name connection becomes, like, <laughs> in context, because, like, like, it suddenly is revealed to be way more perverse. Uh, like I said, they were, they were like a faded pair, I think is, is sort of, like, something that's very hard not to glean from this. But to sort of just kind of put a cap on my, my, like, my sort of ramblings on this theme is that, like, where I think this like, kind of drops the ball the most and where it's, like, d- disappointing that, like, like, you know, it's it's one of those things that happens a lot in, in fiction when you, like, come to the realization about something that you think is more interesting about a story, but then realizing that, like, the story contextually doesn't actually, like, capitalize on it. And, like, Rampage is just that problem. She she is a character who is supposed to be a person who abandoned all of her names from Rampage because she considers herself to be just a living engine of destruction. She literally is a living Rampage. That's She abandoned that name after she killed her own daughter, and before that she was named Ara Lost because she didn't remember her name, and it was like a cute name that the uh, the children at uh, Chapel named her after. Like they literally na- after, named her after the concept of like being lost, which connects fairly heavily to their sort of like sense of orphanhood within within society. And then, like, her actual name being Peppermint, being something that's, like, a pre-war relic. Like, she is literally, like, she she is a, she's a direct uh, survivor of the apocalypse. 
there's just there's no there's there's no like this and this is just where I run out of road because there's like it amounts to nothing because setup reminder fart yes exactly like, why, like like actively wasting our time as the audience yeah like it's just I just I, I just wanted to like I thought about this way more than Somber obviously did but I'm just like I'm just kind of showing my work here to kind of lead into like talking about like how specifically Rampage is such this like enigma of anything because like she would like she theoretically presents herself as one of the most interesting characters in the setting she has so much built into her she has so many potential ways you can write her and arcs but then like when you actually try to like hammer down like what point does she serve to the story like what is her narrative utility what is the theme of rampage it's just it just puffs into smoke because she doesn't have one because nothing does but like it's just it's one of those things that really really confounds me about this like it, and just I just really wanted to talk about this because I really wanted to lead into how this like this fight is happening and it's supposed to be one of the most significant fights in the setting because it is blackjack fighting a person she really doesn't want to fight but the but the difference between their ideologies puts them at a perfect impasse where the only way they can get out of this is either rampage kills them or convinces them to get off the moon or they kill rampage and they can't do that because she's immortal um they can only slow her down so there it's it is an, it is something that really should be a really significant moment but the actual like substance of it is so lacking like to get into it they fight uh rampage for a while there there's actually like there's a lot of scenes about her like fighting them and then like bj remarking that she's not really like she's pulling a lot of her punches because like there's the the one thing i enjoy about this scene is that it respects rampage's strength and ability as a character that everyone in the room is totally aware that rampage should be turning them into swiss cheese but she's not and the only reason why that is is because rampage is like conflicted on wanting to do this in the first place so she just wants them to leave she doesn't want to kill them and she's actually like emotionally distraught but otherwise she would be an invincible ball of murder and i really like that like i like that it takes all three of them doing as hard as they can to fight this character who isn't even really trying but the, again it just doesn't serve anything but they beat her up for a while uh they eventually blackjack and rampage get knocked out into space for a while and get co- like get you know tumble around in the in the uh out in the, the the moon desert. I don't know how you call it. It's just an arid rock. Um, before Blackjack like teleports back into the uh, uh, into the into the bubble, uh, into the air bubble. I could I just couldn't think of what the term for it is, but so I'm just saying air bubble. And it's like, oh wait, I mean, we made it back into out of space and, and uh, hopefully that takes care of Rampage. And they like look over to where they saw Rampage's like body and it's she's already gone and she busts through another women window like a slasher villain. Which again, I like. Like <laughs> just the idea of just like rampage being on the like because in my mind rampage being on the other side of the conflict should be genuinely terrifying because she is supposed to be just a ball of murder so her just bursting through a window when they don't expect her to and just tearing them apart is really cool but leading into all this this is where i stop liking the scene because one of my big issues like i talked about this before how like the setup and payoff fart uh that that uh weird brought up earlier about how there's all this setup towards names and then like the moment blackjack uses her name to like 
signal to her friends that she's the real person uh, that she's identifying as. None of them still, none of them really trust her on that. Like, really, just kind of ruined the scene in the same way that her just going, "No, I figured out what your dumb name is," doesn't actually really get Rampage to back off. So instead, takes uh, Blackjack like dunking, donking her with her horn and going into the Mind Palace, uh, and like enter the orb. <laughs> Enter the orb. I am I am the mistress of the orb force. <laughs> Become orb. God. And she goes into her brain, and like the way that we fix the scene is Blackjack goes into Rampage's crazy nonsense mind that doesn't make any sense. And just like tracks down the serial killer in her brain and then just like basically just kills it. So she's she's Rampage Sans uh the angel killer now. And that just fixes her, which I think is just a massive letdown in a bunch of different ways. Like, first of all, uh, because of the way the rules worked, the difference, like, minds and souls are different, so that that also that doesn't make any sense. But also, like, I kind of hate that this does this works without any consequences. Like, Rampage is just better, and like, it's it would have just been a way more interesting if like they excised the serial killer in her, which just makes her just a lot less effective because she no longer has like that bloodlust in her because she's missing like an essential part of her that makes her rampage. Like this would have been an interesting moment if it like, well, you know, if she was like a proper gestalt, it would be like, you know, you removed a sixth of me. (laughs) I'm just a new person now. Yeah. You've, you've unbalanced the equation. Fucking Toriyama, who is a very dumb hack, did this better (laughs) with the character of Majin Buu than Somber. Addition, like the, 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 the first strategy that comes to my mind is like, you did it. You dream warrior blackjack. You, 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 you fixed Rampage. And Rampage is, is like sort of quietly, uh, grateful. Uh, but what she doesn't tell you is that in, um, five chapters, uh, she will be dead. Because what we established about the Phoenix Talisman is it requires a certain number of souls in it. Yeah, to work uh, as a battery. Function. Yeah. Um, and so, like, you, you, you did it. You, you, you granted both of your wishes. You granted your wish for her and her wish for herself. Yes. That she gets to spend the next uh, 12 hours a more complete person before she uh, melts into a pool of goo. But yeah, then she, but she also injects uh, her memory of Rampage's memory into her so that she remembers that she was Peppermint the entire time. And like, there's a really half-hearted explanation to like why she doesn't remember this. And it's because when she killed her child because of the angel killer taking over her body, she was so distraught of it that she like she asked Priest. Remember Priest from way back when? I remember Priest. Her her one-time lover to remove her memories, which like when the fuck did he gain memory magic? Like memory magic is supposed to be rare. So like I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just and another Somber one. Somber didn't either. <laughs> yeah, Somber doesn't care, so who why do we why do we? Uh, there's one detail I kind of missed in terms of order, but when Blackjack gets uh, spaced as she's blacking out, a mysterious blue voice speaks to her. And I know it's blue because in the filmfiction.com uh, version of this story, all of the text for this voice is in blue. So a mysterious blue starts talking to them. And it's very like generic angel dialogue. It's very much like fear not. Like you have a task to complete. Like don't. 
Uh, don't die yet. So there's a. I, I, I'm I'm gonna bet. Like the the when when you first explained the uh, situation, the the nature of the fight, anime trained narrative senses. <laughs> like my my like oh this is how that fight goes. Uh, immediately told me that like one like I was immediately disappointed when you told me yeah it's very boring paint by numbers when it shouldn't be like pretty um. Should have an immediate inbaked like um, uh, uh, um, sort of sort of scene gimmick of like, hey, rampage here to murder you all. Uh, Blackjack pulls out a gun. <laughs> probably shouldn't do that. It's <laughs> probably bad. Um, uh, and in fact, if this uh, goes starts going badly for me, uh, I have I have shape charges on the walls. Yeah, she, she does blast them into space with her gun. Like that's important to note. But like. It just doesn't. Okay, so it, it does it without any of the characters who would be smart enough and battle hardened enough for that occur to occur to them. Well, it just it's just not like, acknowledging. Like, they like, don't. It just isn't interesting. Like I can I can honestly tell you that like quick thinking moment of just shoot hard vacuum and then like them getting spaced has like so it's it's over in like two paragraphs. It's mostly just to set up this mysterious blue voice. But anyways, uh, then we get into this stupid thing. So, like, the plan is, like, okay, we got... There's two options to go. There's basically, like, a left path and a right path. The left path takes them to the, like, lunar palace. And the right path takes them to the astral stable. Because, of course, there's an entire fucking stable up on the moon. Uh, BJ is like, I want to get the situation on back on Equus. Because um, the planet's called Equus. To go see what, what the war is doing. But the combination of Blackjack doing memory magic... The fact that she's covered in moon dust, which is super, like, I don't know to call it, thermoreactive. It's, it's super... Oh, yeah. Mad. The moon is, moon is made of souls. The su- uh, moon is made of cocaine soul souls. Yeah. It's, it's a super drug. If you're oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> Not even Macho Man himself could snort this amount of cocaine. He did, and that is why he has <laughs> transcended our moral reign. <laughs> My god, that was the truth of... <laughs> Macho Man didn't die on a plane. <laughs> didn't die of a heart attack. He went on a plane to the moon. <laughs> the conspiracy nuts are right. That's a hologram up there. The real moon was snorted by the Macho Man <laughs> sometime in the, uh, the mid aughts. <laughs> okay. Um, but a combination of all those things causes the Percepto Jigger to explode on Blackjack's head. Knocking her into a, a convenient magic coma. So they have to drag her to the lunar stable because they need medical treatment. And all the while, Blackjack is like fluttering it into consciousness. And as she's doing it, she's like, This is actually like super confusing. And one of those things that like, uh, uh, Fi's writing corner, uh, one of the things you really shouldn't do is like, I get the idea of, in, of doing it like this, but <clears throat> when you get memory orbs or the Perceptotron working, it always has like a very st- specific line break of. Uh, three lowercase o's, three uppercase lo- o's, three lowercase o's. And, like, those are really useful because it lets you know scenes that are not happening within the body of the main character. Because Blackjack has exposed herself to all this bullshit at the same time, she's basically experiencing those memory orb effects, but without it being a, a perfect one. She's getting, like, kind of broken fragments of things happening in her brain. But, like, the way that this is done is it just feeds the normal memory orb dialogue into the uh, into the regular narrative prose, and it's super, super fucking confusing because 
the story doesn't do a particularly good job because it's typically written written in first person to like delineate the different voices that are speaking because Sombra's not a particularly good character narrative like voice person in the first place it's really really fucking hard to tell who's talking in any one scene unless characters do, like refer to people by their names but we just get like flits of all sorts of things happening uh, we finally get to see what happens in chapel which is it's just charity being a capitalist at the in the apocalypse and like it's one of those she's basically like rattling off like how much ever all the ammo's costing and is and and she's like every zebra you kill is uh is another five caps off of your ammo or whatever and like it's supposed to come across as cute but it's another one of those moments of like why is anyone listening to her right now like why like it should this should have been a, a like the punchline of this scene should have just been like oh they confiscated all my ammo because i was like <laughs> committing like grotesque predatory capitalism at the last second and like i'm lucky they didn't beat my face in with hammers but no, to the end, uh, uh, capitalist bitch is capitalist bitch. But anyways, uh, BJ ends up kind of like half waking up in the moon stable and they talk to a guy named Dr. Comet. I think it's a guy I don't remember. Uh, and it turns out that um, like fucking Elon Musk's astral f- like capital flight happened. And apparently like at the like in the in the last days of the war, when no one else was paying attention, a bunch of like. I, I, like not even rich people like they describe them more or less as like the elite class like it's like scientists okay. and musicians and technocrats basically just bastards who should be spaced uh but all think they're superior flew to the moon because they were tired of earth bullshit and have been living in like a, a, a the lolita express too this time moon rocket <laughs> uh little saint moons um, pedophile <laughs> ranch uh so so bio so bioshock bioshock 3 this time on the moon yes um but because it's written by um a a person with a limited capacity for for empathy or critical thinking it went great this time (laughs) uh and they basically just devolved into moon hippies who like just um mostly just live like hedonistic lives of perfect uh uh, pastoral decadence and also just do a lot of drugs and shit um and like it's fine it's great there's literally no problems is that sarcasm or do they no no they it's it like it's sarcasm because i'm sneering through all this oh i see it's i see so yeah it, it's it's it fucking they 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 gone with galt yes and it's great it's galt it's galt's gulch on the moon this man i hate this uh horse yeah man, this this author i hate I really and truly hate uh, Sombra. Yeah, there's uh, a lot. I, I, um, but anyways, uh, uh, they're like, they, they wake up uh, Blackjack and it's like, yeah, you're in no condition to fight anymore. You apparently have like a dozen micro strokes within a couple of minutes because of whatever. what just happened to you. But yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, She'll get a new one. She's just breaking in this body. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. This is a thing I haven't, I've been waiting for and also dreading this entire thing. So, like, they have a minor fight. So, like, I was I was a little wrong. I For some reason, I thought that she only had, like, two idiots with her. But specifically, like, Cognitim brought, like, the top Harbingers with her to the moon. Um, so there's, like, an elite last-minute final boss fight of the super, like, the super Harbingers. But, like, this would have been almost bearable if we kind of got, like, a Metal Gear Solid on, on speed mode kind of moment. Of, like, uh, and, and here's... 
and here's all the elites. And, you know, you got your Vulcan Raven pony, and your decoy octopus pony, and like just you know, here's all your mini boss fights you have to fight right before you fight Cogatum. You know, just because like the escalation is so high, like they're on the moon for fun's party sake. splits up, and everybody has their own set piece uh, battle. Uh, but a lot of them still kind of just end up being mooks, just kind of harder to hit mooks. But uh, almost a relief, I guess. Like that, like sure, it's if if they'd been a big deal, if they'd each had like individual, like unique, like, so there's still sets and stuff. Like the the like, I would have been like I I've I've been pissed off for <laughs> some part of me, the 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 back part of my brain where I store the, these traumatic events <laughs> was was pretty mad that we were gonna find out that oh these dudes who would be like major setting you know set pieces major like movers and shakers in in the like relatively small world of the the terrestrial post-apocalypse like just haven't been mentioned so far yeah Uh, and totally not because somber pulled them pulled them out of his ass don't Uh, worry we still get those we don't we just don't get a lot of them i still haven't gotten to talk about the bastard yet that's gonna be a whole kettle of fish all right so worst of all worlds gotcha yes worst of our worlds what happens next um so uh fuck they they go through the like lunar uh, palace and it like BJ uh, cottons onto the idea that this entirety of like the lunar palace was set up to be like a complicated trap uh, for Nightmare Moon if she ever like became Nightmare Moon again uh, by Golden Blood and like there's a bunch there's a couple of details that like I, I I can't remember exactly how they're how they're like laid out but like basically the entirety of the castle is filled with these crystals that are just basically super memory orbs they're like memory orbs but they're memory orbs for like thousands of years because they're meant to store like nightmare moon's memories and like it's just meant to be like a lot of weird non-euclidean nonsense but like that's like that is the thing that like i, I kind of like don't want to super talk about in this 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 episode but i'll bring up probably in a later one about how like the story goes so fucking hard on memory orbs like like uh, like listeners especially listeners who haven't read this so like weird it is boggling how like the main story you has like ten memory orbs in it, and they're all like more or less all of them are significant. It, it is not like wall to wall the air is made of memory orbs like it is in Project Horizon. It's like it's so it's so absurd the escalation this has, but at least and it's like it's it's there is a game. memory orb strata of the <laughs> of the earth uh, in Project Horizon. Um, but at the very least, the, the escalation of memory orbs has led us to, like, the moon stable is full, like, the, the the moon castle is full of memory orbs on a moon made of soul cocaine. Like, at least, like, that escalation. But again, it just doesn't mean anything because they're, like, the significance of memory orbs. Like, the story, like, doesn't really do anything with the idea of memories or nostalgia or the loss of memories, really, except for in really, really small cases. Um... So a lot of stuff just doesn't really like fill to anything or build to it is what I meant to say. But uh, here's a here's a double whammy though. Um, fucking blackjack. Uh, thanks to all that shenanigans that just happened to her, now has psychic powers and can read minds. I mean, she just did some dream warrior shit. So I'm not <laughs> that. Uh... But like, she now just passively reads minds, and it's just one of those things of just like, okay, sure. But the thing I really wanted to talk about, the fact that the fact that Blackjack can read minds now, is that we get to see inside the brains of all of her companions that are still around, and like, you'd think that that would add like a very interesting final greater awareness to the story. Like, 
like you know you go into 21's like brain and it's just like non-stop screaming or something like that like maybe the all of the cool facade really just is a facade and he's way more panicky and freaking out than he seems to be or like there's a sad horse in chains behind a, a thin facade and yes facade is the only thing that's that, that that's ever been talking to her or or we could learn a whole bunch of things about like yeah, facade. I, uh, I, I like calling it facade, but like it reads like facade. Yes, but it's it's a uh, it's French. I, I, I see it. I see it written more than I hear it heard. I see it, I hear it spoken. But uh, or Scott tape can have be like added like greater depths, or like we could like learn a bunch about Rampage. But nah, we just kind of like get really boring surface thoughts. And again, we're totally like the, the grossest one. Just really is the fact that like twenty one takes a second to mention Blackjack's hot, hot, hot ass. And it's just one of those moments of just like, but also like, I I hate the fact that every character apparently thinks like the way Samba writes Blackjack. But uh, also Blackjack is like, hey, I can read thoughts. And everyone's like, oh, dude, that's dumb. You're making bullshit up, which is stupid at this point to say. But there is a really like. A moment that would be funny in any other world where Scotch is like, God, don't think about having sex with everyone in the room. Like, that would be, like, almost funny if, like, there wasn't so much sexual violence in the story that would make that kind of, like, statement super unpalpable. But also, we learn that Blackjack can also project her thoughts into other people by thinking them hard enough. So now they just have, like... A comms relay. Yeah, they just have a comms relay, which they treat as, like, being having a significant edge, which, I mean, like, sure, but also, yeah, like... The bad guys have, have that superpower, but in the form of these, like, magical devices that are in their ears, and <laughs> like, they just have comms. Yes. <laughs> like, okay. Um, it's just, it's one of those things, it's another one of those situations where, like, the story is so uncreative in so many ways that, like, like, by this point... Uh, little Pip has gotten so like in like capable and powerful with her te- like telekinesis. She throws a bridge at somebody, and like the comparison is like, what does Blackjack get? She's a Wi-Fi signal now, <laughs> I guess. Sure, she just has Skype in her brain, and it's just it's so like an anticlimactic like last minute like power up because we're we're like fucking like what like five chapters away from the ending. And you'd think that this would be the time when characters really start getting, like, significant power-ups or upgrades to, like, make the final fight seem doable. Especially since they're supposed to be fighting an entire god. Like, it kind of just doesn't feel like they really have, like... And before that, a false god who is in the body of a rocket horse. <laughs> yes. Who is in the body of a, a Robert Cop with, with the jet wings. <laughs> she, she is Robert, Robert Cop, Cop 3. three. <laughs> the worst Robert Cop. You face now Robert Cop 3. Oh, oh, can I, can I not? Uh, Jesus. Yeah. So, uh, we're actually almost done this chapter. Uh, this one was kind of a short one, and that's kind of why I spent a bunch of time talking about theme. Uh, they, they, dis- they discover, like, the throne room, and the whole throne room is kind of, like, kind of a neat kind of, uh, thing where it's, like, built in such a way that it has, like, a giant endless, like, crevasse around it, and there's, like, a, a statue. Like, there's a throne in the middle, which, like, I don't know if it's intended to, but it, like, is more or less the same description that was given towards Discord's uh, prison. And, like, that kind of, like, echo is a really interesting idea that, like, this is just, like, this is the the same, like, a had catch a god kind of uh, architecture. But I'm not giving the benefit of the doubt. I think it's just... Yeah, my, my money is on laziness. Yeah, like, sure. I'm just... It would be cool if, like, if that was a, a thing that was considered that, like... At, at this point... Is... 
at this point, I don't give points to Somber. I give points to the story accidentally being good despite Somber. Probably a good call. This is real bad. Uh, <laughs> my, I'm not. I'm not in as much soul agony as I as I as I often am at the end of these chapters. But I am pretty 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 burnt. Like, we got pretty, we got one last detail, toasty. which is which okay. is uh, Blackjack. Like they're talking about the idea of like having to stop the inner souls and and like. The like weird blue voice kind of comes up intermittently, and it's like demanding that like no, the eater of souls needs to die. It has to die. Um, there's oh, there's a detail I kind of missed actually, uh, that because it's another one of those details that like really just slid off my brain like water off a duck's back. Where like they meet Echo again, uh, uh, you know, fucking the dealer, the fucking loser, because he has his he has a body now. Um, and they talk about like they they talk about the whole idea of like like their f- different philosophies, which like. I'll give some credit to this scene. The idea of, like, Blackjack being like, no, we need to stop this, we need to save people without, like, causing too much casualty. And, like, the dealer, who's been just a nihilistic loser this whole time, just saying, like, no, we just need to reset from the beginning, like, we don't deserve a second chance, I think is at least, like, a compelling comparison of philosophy that the story never has, because usually Blackjack tacitly agrees with the philosophy of every character that she meets. So her actually having things to, like, argue against, I think, is, like, better writing than I normally get. And my bar my bar is so low that I'm, like, yeah, saying this is positive. Uh, it'd be pretty decent, except that, like, I think the real exploration is why why they care about this person even a little bit. He is he has very much always been a villain of the story. Like, like that he has at no point uh, showed any redeeming value as a person. Um, this... This is like Echo is 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 bad. Yeah, <laughs> he is just bad. Always has been. And the last time we encountered him at all, it was in the form of a direct betrayal. Yes, like he's always been shitting on on the party in their every endeavor. And so it's barely even a betrayal. It was more of a continuation of previous <laughs> business <trends>. as usual. <laughs> but anyways, they look up and they realize that like the throne room is is dominated by like the fucking moon rock that's going to be fired into into the uh, the air of souls, which has a spirit in it. And it turns out that the stupid glowing blue voice was the soul of the spirit of the rock, which refers to itself as Tom, which is a reference to something from MLP, but it doesn't matter. So Tom, the rock spirit. I want to go away now. <laughs> uh, I am leaving. It's just another one of those situations of just like, we have had so many deific beings of power talk to the main character at this point. Like we've had Discord in her head, we've had fucking we've had the goddess, we've had Cognitum, we've had the Eater of Souls, we had the Orb Mother, uh, we've had the like like Maelstrom of, of Orb Souls. Like there's been so many of these fuckers that it's like at this point, like you need to like take a list of references. Like you gotta sit down and take a number uh, before you can talk to the main character. But it like really plays its hand. Before we move into the the the, the ritual that ends the podcast, the, the 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 final set of series of words and incantations that allow us to stop recording, I think the the one big note I had for this this chapter, the the thing that like I I was uh, I was I was holding for the end because it was a, a massive uh, distraction, was I wonder if all of the like hidden names might have something to do with like we only know the author by a nom de plume um that like the modern age the internet age is 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 an age of nom de plumes i consider phi a 
a, a friend, one of my best friends at this point. The name that I know him by is definitely not his birth name. Yes. <laughs> Which I tell people all the time, too. His birth certificate. <laughs> and I tell it to people all the time, too. Uh, I mean, of course, Weirdington is my, my legal name. Uh, uh, Sir Weirdington Esquire uh, is, is, is the full name. Uh, uh, I have, I've been tricking you all this time. Uh, sir, uh, sir is, is not in fact a title, but, uh, my, 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 my proper name. Um, but all the same, like, especially in like MLP fandom where like other MLP fans like are the bulk of their social interaction and their like, uh, communal connection. It's no wonder that somber, like deep debt, like, doesn't seem capable of thinking of like secret names as like a a meaningful thing because i i'm willing to bet a significant amount of money um that somber does not think much of his 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 meat name his flesh name uh his his internet name is 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 very likely much more meaningful to him uh in his in his uh in the bulk of his interactions i mean I sure but you could describe that, like you could say that about anybody like I don't think that's necessarily unique. Like, I think that is a sort of somewhat of a weird symptom of our of our modern internet age. Is something that we don't like. We that we yeah we just don't call people by like their 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 given names in a lot of cases. And like, I think that that's fine. It's but it's just yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just yeah. It, no, it's it's like again. Like I, I was saving it for the end because it's it's just a just a thought, just a just a sure. thing about it, the the world in which somber, like the, the in in which the author uh, has 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 metastasized. I, I just I just it. I just want to say just before we cash out though, like I think my big takeaway from the hidden names thing that I ended up like rambling on for ten minutes about is that something I really come to come to it after after sort of weird brought this up is that like. I don't know why it's in the story. Like, I don't know why Somber wrote a bunch of characters who have hidden names. Because it doesn't amount to anything. So I don't know why they're there. Like, it's a very befuddling element of the story. Is I, I could not begin to tell you why the main character's name is Go Fish. Because it doesn't really amount to anything. And the one time it does, the, the desperate need to be subversive. Um, and yeah, where it should, should like on all story and character logic. Uh, oh well. Yeah. Uh, is there anything better we could be? Uh, I don't know. The Steam, Steam Summer Sale is is on, so people are probably spending out their entire life savings uh, buying uh, games at five dollars a pop. Seems unwise. Just get Griftlands. Yeah, I was gonna you're gonna say. I think we're recommending Griftlands. Um, Griftlands is maybe the best deck builder I've played. Period. Uh, in that it's like has a lot more like. Might be ever, and it's still getting content. Like yes, it's, it's it's a very deeply story driven. Like I, I really just would like want people to experience it themselves because I don't think we can do a particularly good like explanation of it, how its mechanics work so seamlessly with its storytelling. But it definitely does, and it's like if you're someone who likes emergent storytelling, like storytelling that's more or less derived from your particular experiences, then I could not recommend Grifflands more. And like if you just like deck building games, it's also a good one of those too. It's a deck building game so good you get two separate decks. Yes. Um, um and uh, uh, I, I, I uh, besides that, so I, uh, I, I think one of my favorite things about it, the, 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 this, the big selling point for me is that it's got a lot of um, NPCs in it, uh, unique NPCs, and they are all 
different <laughs> in meaningful ways uh, besides just their 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 skin uh, palette like and so it's interesting running into these characters in different contexts and like uh, so yeah Griftlands uh, very good um, currently early access but like it's I got so a lot of content, yeah. Yeah, it's it's got a lot of content. It's it's very it's it's pretty much a complete game. And so just think of it as like you're buying a thing that's that's receiving uh a lot of care and attention, a lot of a lot of continuing updates. Um and and if you if you buy it and contribute to its success, they very likely will continue their roadmap past uh their expected uh release. Exactly. Uh, is my assumption because there's a lot of love that goes into it. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, man, it's wild to think about that we're almost done this, though, isn't it? We've got, like, five episodes left. Like, I can't wait. (laughs) And then we can start talking about the, we can start talking about Dominic Deegan and the Dresden Files, and then read the original story, and, and... Yeah, you, you guys will get to have, have the, the, the perverse reverse (laughs) of, uh, me reading, reading, uh, uh... Man, you know, just a complete inverse. Instead of Phi reading to me a thing that I've never heard of, I'm reading to Phi a thing that he knows well. Yes, I've read at least two times all the way through. Um, so yeah, I guess look forward to that. But before that, you if you want to uh, write to us, you can go to Thou Art Phi uh, to find me. I'm extremely not safe for work. Also, if you want to write to me on my fur affinity, my name is also Scarfiace on that. Because uh, I've I've gotten emails on fur affinity and it's like email systems relatively fine. So I'm semi illiterate, so illiterate. So I always read it as scary face. And yes, so I, I, I've always con- been confused. But yes, it's Scarfy Ace. Um, Scarfy it, Ace. It's it's a name from an earlier life. I will I will always think of you as scary face. There's no. <laughs> Or you can, or or you can ping uh, me at my uh, Twitter at uh, Weirdington E, um, which is it's a mess. It's not it's not terribly well curated. It has no particular purpose. During the uh, early dem- Democratic primaries, it was for uh, yelling at liberals and uh, spamming uh, solidarity forever at them. Uh, or you can email us directly to. WeirdingtonESQ at gmail.com. Uh, uh, remember that uh, if you want the uh, message read immediately uh, on the podcast, uh, just uh, j- just uh, put in the subject line uh, podcast or uh, fanfic fanfic. Uh, but if you want your uh, email read for the final episode, the extravaganza, uh, put in your... Um, Subject line, extravaganza! Remember that if you put in extravaganza, I'm going to set it into a separate folder, and it'll it'll remain concealed from my eyes. We're putting a fun mystery box. I don't want to, though. But we're almost there. I don't want to give up now. (laughs) We got (laughs) If you can't go yourself, I'll carry you. Sunk cost is a hell of a drug. This is all a terrible mistake. Takes them to tear the prices down, down, down. If it takes them to tear the prices down